You are now tuning into the Queen Collective Podcast with your host, Bree and JJ. Welcome to the Queen Collective Podcast, where you'll have real discussions with real women. We're your hosts. I'm Bree. And I'm JJ. Now let's get into this episode. Welcome back, queens and kings. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. Listen, we we got a very hefty, fun, controversial, confusing, probably emotionally conflicting for some of y'all topic (laughs) that we're talking about today. We also got an awesome, awesome guest that we have on. But before we introduce that guest, we are going to do a little bit of a recap. Bree. Bree, Bree. Yes. Yes, How has your week been? My week has been pretty good. You know, um, it's the week before my vacation. So y'all know how that goes. I don't want to be working, but I'm just trying to get to the finish line. (laughs) Honestly, just trying to get to Friday. I'm just trying to get to the finish line. Um, but other than that, like, I don't know. March has started off pretty good. The yeah. Month of March is very promising. For real. I'm enjoying all the vibes and opportunities um, that I've been had, like, coming my way personally. Um, and then I'm also, like, making some moves, you know, my sexology stuff, um, some tra- more traveling plans, like, mm. It's, it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun I'm just looking forward to doing it all oh my gosh if y'all can see the smile on her face I just know she's about to have man <laughs> I can't wait for the, the next recaps to come them shit's about to be crazy um yeah yeah, this, you? Past, yeah it's, this past week has been it's been it's it's, it's going by <laughs> the first quarter of the year was a little bit challenging at first, but let me tell y'all something. When I tell y'all, things have really turned around. Y'all know in my last recap, I was talking about paying down some debts. I'm like completely done with everything now, completely. Yes. It's like, it's finished. It's finished. And what's in collections is in collections. We ain't gonna worry about that. But um, <laughs> that's what I could pay down. They are completely finished. I'm starting a new journey in my career and it's it's very exciting. I'm excited. I just got just got uh, some money a little bit, you know. Um, I'll get into that into our later recap on the next episode. So I, I've I've been financially healthy. Okay. Physically healthy. Okay, what else? Healthy, yes. emotionally healthy. Come on. Physiologically healthy. I've been been doing good because the thing is, bro, I know everybody listening to our Queen Collective like, damn, bro, JJ's life sounds pretty fucking unfortunate. My nigga, the fortune just turned around. 
<laughs> just turned things around. are starting to look very much so fortunate now. <laughs> things so. are starting to look and and I'm gonna continue to just but like breathe in that and you know when things I mean because things are gonna go wrong I'm gonna learn to continue to accept them and we're gonna see what's in store we have a whole bunch of big things in store and I'm just excited I'm excited I'm excited for you I love it the month of March the month of March (laughs) I tell tell y'all every episode I say the month of March something good happened I don't know what bro I'm gonna keep saying that every episode we record I'm gonna be like y'all know what it is it's the month of March (laughs) something good has happened and it's gonna continue to be happening. And I'm claiming that for the rest of the year, man. I'm claiming, yeah. I'm claiming that the pros outweigh the cons. I'm praying and claiming for a prosperous podcast, life, uh, social endeavors, personal endeavors for the both of us, for all of us. I'm praying for it all. It's gonna happen. Amen. I claimed it. We Amen. claimed it. But y'all already know. We have a very special guest. We, we can go ahead and introduce him right now because this is pretty big, okay? okay? Okay, 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 okay. He likes to call himself uncle. So, you know, he, he, he our uncle. Because, you, know? <laughs> you know, when you be speaking to old heads, they really do be just t- talking about real shit. No, right. they that. that's that's really how it is so this is our uncle dolabite right here he's the host of too much game podcast woo, woo. go ahead and introduce yourself good evening motherfuckers and motherfuckers it's the host <laughs> of the too much game podcast uncle dolabite as they said i'm just happy to be here i love y'all energy you say that you don't do video but like the them little dance moves is kind of hitting i have to borrow that <laughs> look coming soon yeah, for real. Y'all, y'all should do video. It's a bag involved. Listen, I feel like if we were to do video, you know, because people, our facial expressions, we cannot hide our facial expressions at all. That's what we always talk about. Our facial expressions will definitely carry the show. But listen, we're so super excited to have you on on this episode. Oh, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a juicy one. We're going to get into a quick little game, little icebreak before we dive into the episode. Everybody, make sure y'all got your drinks ready, your blunts rolled, whatever you need to do, because we're going to dive into this game. And Bree, do you know what the name of this game is? What is it, Jay? Hot Topic Questions. Okay. We in the hot seat. <laughs> we in the hot seat. We in the hot seat. I actually have a question <laughs> that I posted on the Queen Collective. And I got a lot of different responses. I asked people like around me, I asked like personal friends, like what they would do. And I'm here to ask you guys. So the question is, if you're in a committed relationship, whatever the case may be, Uh or a situation, whatever you want to say you're in, if you had a chance to meet your soulmate, mind you, you're in a committed relationship. So this is to say that this probably is not your soulmate. If you had a chance to meet your soulmate and you've been dealing with somebody for years and let's say someone came up to you and was like, oh, hey, we're running this little program and like you're guaranteed to meet your soulmate. This is guaranteed to be your perfect match. Would you do it? Even if the committed relationship you're in is going well, would you still take the chance to meet your soulmate? That's a lot to lead up in one question. (laughs) (laughs) are gonna be like oh what if the person i'm with is my soul i'm not talking about that 
So like obviously so you're saying if you're already in a relationship, that person right. is not your soulmate. Like there's Correct. no, okay, okay. <sighs> but it's like, you said someone came up to you and it was a program. Like, right. I, I would be like, who are you? What do y'all want? Like, right. where are you finding these people? Why would I listen right. to you? Right. Um, you don't even have to look at it like that. Just know that this person that you're going to meet is supposed to be your guaranteed soulmate. I mean, but that's another thing. If I meet someone... Mm -hmm. and you know I'm getting to know them the vibes are there you know we're really connecting and kicking off um I can't stop thinking about this person everything's mutual I mean yeah naturally you're gonna want to dive a little bit deeper and explore it a little bit more you know what I'm saying um I'm not gonna lie I definitely have in the past uh left one relationship you know for better so all right all right <laughs> okay I'm, 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 gonna get back, I'm gonna get back to you real quick what about you aunt what you thinking no fuck that shit i'm cool i don't want to open up pandora's box if i'm <laughs> already in a relationship that's working like mm-hmm. now if my shit is like on the rocks and kind of like fucked up already then i'll probably yeah. be open to it but if everything is going cool nah let me go ahead and i'm i'm gonna keep cool cooling because you know, and that's why I said nobody heart unnecessarily. Like, <laughs> nah, nigga, I don't want to fuck her up to to go see what she talking about. Cause, yeah, you know, no, also like, what's the details? Person. What's the details here? Because again, if you're with someone and you're like actually happy, why right. can't they be your soulmate? You know what I mean? But if you're unhappy and you know there's a lot of turmoil and a lot of toxicity in a relationship, then yeah. But y'all don't think Even like if there the isn't y'all... <laughs> what what if like okay, let's say y'all are still the guy y'all saying like nah, I'm not leaving a good relationship. But what if like so you saying like the curiosity won't kill you? Like you won't keep thinking about it. Oh look, I said nah, I ain't doing that. No. If I'm happy, nah. Why would I be yeah. ruining what I got going on over here for a possibility? Yeah, like if, if my Honda Accord is running good, I don't want to see what the Lamborghini does. I'm, I'm okay, cool. Because the Lamborghini probably going to stop on the way down the street. See, that's what a lot of people are saying. Know. A lot of people are saying just because this is your supposed soulmate don't mean that the grass is going to be green on the other side. And I was like, that's, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a heavy hitter right there, Jay. Yeah, you, you just never know. You, you just, don't. You don't know, like, uh, you know, full disclosure and shit, because she ain't going to hear this shit. Like, I was married 13 years. I'm literally separated right now. Like, I'm not divorced mm-hmm. yet, but I'm separated. I was mm-hmm. with her 13 years. I thought she was my soulmate. Yeah. But here we are. Like, you just never know. You could be with a person for a long time, and then you grow apart. Like mm-hmm. you could be compatible at a time for a long time and then it'll come up and you'll no longer be compatible. So you don't know if that new person will only be your quote unquote soulmate for the time that you're compatible. The person who you was with already might have been better for you than the person who they're going to introduce you to. See, in the topic of soulmates, you can go on and on about it. Like we had a previous episode where we touched on that because... Yeah. 
there's also different types of soulmate relationships that you can have. Like it doesn't always have to be a romantic soulmate. You can have a platonic friendship. You could have like me, I consider JJ one of my soulmates and like, yeah. like it's my bitch for life. And um, <laughs> like you can still have those strong connections with people and also learning that, you know, sometimes you may have to experience a strong connection for a certain season and just accept that as is and accept the next one yeah all right that makes sense because i also feel like i also believe that you that you somebody can turn into your soulmate too like there's not just somebody who's just only strictly born to you i feel like as the time you know as as everybody gets older they go fonder of each other and grow closer like anybody could be your soulmate all right so i like those responses all right brie what's your question <laughs> i like those responses okay okay um so y'all know everything is going really crazy in the world right now um so you know i kind of want to you know lift it up a little bit so what would y'all say what would y'all say is the most uplifting thing happening in the world right now uplifting right gotta think about that Everything is so detrimental right now. Um, season of snowfall on TV. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've never watched Snowfall. What is that about? Drugs. Yeah. Why y'all looking? Y'all looking like you ain't watched Snowfall? Yeah, they have really good production. Better than Power. Mm. Never in the Power. Okay, y'all gonna take my black card. Y'all always do on this podcast. Don't know why. I ain't never watched Power. <laughs> I ain't never watched the one with um Taraji and Terrence Howard. I ain't that never watched it. Empire was trash. Yeah. Empire was Empire was trash. I ain't never and watched the new Bel Air is pretty nice. I, I heard didn't that like nice. it. You don't like, like it? I think only <laughs> well, like put it this way, I only saw one episode and I hated it. Oh why'd you hate it? Like what'd you hate about it? I was alive when the original was on TV. Mm. So like it like what what are y'all doing to the show? Like spoiler alert, like why is Carlton a cokehead? Like <laughs> no, Carlton is definitely a bitch. He's a bitch right now. Yeah, like um, and, and Carlton <laughs> was a rider on some like some real shit. He was like a corny, you know, like suburban dude, but he was with the he was with the shit. This is just Carlton a new, was this never a new a level of corniness. Yeah, like, you know, like, see, episode one, he let the white boy say nigga in front of yeah. him. I'm like, nah, dog. Shit. I don't like been like, shit. I'm getting my gun out my locker. That's what and I'm saying. It, it, was, it was too much shit. Like, I really didn't like. I didn't like how they, like, mm. overplayed Philadelphia and shit. Like, okay, we got niggas popping willies on dirt bikes. You, you, <laughs> here's Philly. You know we're in Philly, niggas. I mean, but that should be happening in Philly, though. I'm sure that... <laughs> I'm sure there's other people that listen to other than Meek Mill. Like anything yeah. you watch that's set in Philly, they'll play 20 Meek Mill songs in a row. Like, oh, it's a lot of rappers from that's fucking Philadelphia. Why is it only fucking Meek Mill y'all play? Like, that's throw that shit back and play some state property, nigga. Beanie Siegel was dope at one point too. Beanie Siegel, like, okay. You know, play, play some other niggas from Philly. Like, come on, dog. Nigga, play that's some. the only other. That's the only nigga from Philly I know. Beanie <laughs> Crack. Uh, shit. It's some. It's some niggas from Philly. Any other nigga with a beard. Something. Shit. <laughs> anyway, geez, Louise. Okay. Yeah, never. What'd you say, Jay? 
What is uplifting? <laughs> uplifting. Yes. It can be anything. Um, okay. Um I think with uplifting, I'm about to turn very nerdy. How big the anime community is getting. Yes. The anime that community. The, the Crunchyroll and Funimation merge? Wow, they merged together. Look, I'm like, I don't know what the hell y'all are talking about. Game changer. <laughs> no, I, I watched One Punch Man. That shit is okay. hilarious to me. <laughs> and I watched Demon Slayer with my kids. Hey, Demon hey. Slayer is fired. I'm trying to get into um, what's the one that's set on like a boat that everybody like? One Piece. I can't get into One Piece. I don't. It's a thousand episodes. It's okay. Anime, but I cannot. I can't get into it. It it, it don't do it for me. I don't like it. Yeah, that's all right. Cause I'm not watching One Piece either. They have over a thousand episodes. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, cause One Piece. I'm on like 185 or something like that, and. I don't know. The longest anime I've ever watched was Bleach, but that's because they had Bleach had constant action. There was constant like conflict, and One Piece they be fucking doing a whole bunch of filler episodes, and I'm like, man, when are we gonna get to the pirate treasure? When are we gonna get there? <laughs> I'm, See, one, I'm on one eighty five. I, I got it. like right. I got like eight hundred some some more episodes to go. I'm stressed. That's like how it's, the X-Men cartoon was when I was younger. Mm. The X-Men cartoon was, it was like literally a soap opera that was supposed to be for kids. And I'm like, dog, these niggas ain't fought in like five episodes. Like, why am I still watching this shit? Like, <laughs> the drama of it all. The drama. <laughs> the drama. <laughs> yeah, like for, for 12 and 13, it's like, I want to see somebody squabbling. Like, nigga, I don't want, I don't care about a love affair between uh, Rogue and. Cyclops, like, who gonna fight? Who gonna get shot, nigga? Somebody gonna have to do something. Like, have <laughs> okay. a kickball match. I feel you on that, because I can't watch an anime if it's not, like, a shonen. Like, if it's not, like, action fight scenes, like, that's just what keeps my attention uh, the, other than the other stuff. That's literally what makes me watch anime. Because they <laughs> they fight scenes be crazy. Bro, that's what got me on One Punch Man. And it's hilarious. The cinematic you don't watch one, one Punch Man. I, I, I don't, yeah. I, I don't, I've never, um, watched I know what you're talking about, I've seen, yeah, like I've seen the way it looks, but I mean, I watch <laughs> it. I love One Punch Man. <laughs> you okay, that's, Bray? That's what made me start watching that because of how much action it was. Oh, wait, so do you have you seen Cowboy Bebop? Like, yeah, of one course. Punch Man, you'll look. <laughs> You know, Cowboy Bebop is like old. Like Cowboy Bebop, when um when Adult Swim first came out, Cowboy Bebop was on there. So yeah, yeah I've been watching that shit since like '99 or something like that. Yeah, I was in high school. That's definitely before our time. I feel like, <laughs> Bri, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> that's not, that's definitely before our time. Was, but we still was, watched it there. on Toonami. I was in high school when it came out. Showing my age. <laughs> Y'all called me an old head earlier. I'm like, damn, I'm an old head. When do you start becoming I mean, that's, an old that's, head? That's though? like respect. I'm not though. sure. I yeah, because like start... it, it depends on who's talking for the most part. Yeah. Like, cause you know, 
full disclosure, like when y'all turn, like when you get into your late 20s, like 27, mm -hmm. 28, it's going to be somebody like 19 calling you old. Oh, they already do. Yeah, they like call me an old head. Yeah. The first time, I, the first time I called somebody old, they was 27 and I was 23. I'm like, damn, you old as hell. And then sometimes they don't even have to call you old. There's just these little, little stuff where people don't like understand it. Like one girl, she didn't even know Kim Possible. Bro, and that broke my heart. And having to explain Kim Possible? <laughs> Bitch, what? I, I can't be that old. I can't be like, what are you talking about? I was never seen Brandy and Mr. Whiskers. <laughs> they don't like, even know what the fuck I'm talking. The buzz on Maggie, they don't know what the fuck we're talking about, bro. They don't. <laughs> and see, the funny <laughs> thing is the, the way the age gap also works in the other direction. Cause I'm like, I was grown when all that shit came out. So Yikes. I'm like, I have no clue. Like. That must be some shit my kids might have seen or something. Cause and you don't know Kim Possible either. Well, I know it was on the Disney Channel. Like, <laughs> you know, I got little cousins and nephews and nieces and shit. So yeah, but me, I was grown when that shit came out. Like, there's no way in hell I could have seen that show. I was an adult. Like, I was probably like 26 when that shit was out. Damn. Damn. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, damn near 40 <laughs> out here. That shit is crazy. Well, I guess we already all heads agree, and I'm accepted. I just know that with that title comes a lot of wisdom that I'm like, I'm not yet prepared to unleash on the young folk. Meet me when I'm 27 and a half, 28. But y'all not, not old heads. Oh, we're old not old. No, we don't become I'm not old saying heads. I'm old. I don't consider old. myself to be old, and I got gray hair in my beard. Bro, I say this all Ray the time. Old head. Our primes <laughs> are in our 30s. Now, after that, your late 30s too so don't don't even trip don't even trip like i say that shit right now like at, at 39 literally i keep telling people like nigga this is my prime i'm i'm better than i've ever been like yeah i'm smarter than i've ever been i look better i i know how to take care of myself like okay i don't know what type of show y'all got but i found myself sexually like a nigga like really hey. i'm doing my thing oh, like awakening. i was doing my thing when i was younger like when you in your twenties, you be thinking like, "Oh, this is the peak. This is the best." Something? Nah, hell no. Nah. No, nah, that shit was trash as fuck. Yeah, watch when y'all get older. Y'all gonna be like <laughs> that. Libido uh, came up. That, that libido. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and and you know what you doing? It's like you. I got twenty years. I've been doing this for decades now. I'm a beast now. So yeah, you got a lot to look forward to. <laughs> y'all don't even know yet. Y'all prime is is coming. You ain't even close to your prime yet. You might have more energy than you'll ever have, because trust me, that shit goes away. Like, y'all can probably yeah. party all night, sleep two hours, go to work like nothing happened. When you hit my age, you, you gonna sleep. Yeah. If you don't go to sleep, your body gonna put you to sleep. That's facts. But, That's heavy. Yeah, but getting, getting I mean, around this age is dope as shit. I don't know, because I ain't never been older than this, but this age, this is the shit. I like 39. I like that. Give us something nice to look forward to. Because a lot of people, most people, they be afraid to, like, age. And I never yeah. understood that. Because they, they be like afraid sucks. to age. They be trying to stop it in some type of unnatural, all, all type of stuff. And I'm like, man, I want to continue. To be, that way I can have my youngins under me, like, looking at me like, oh, let's go talk to her. She don't have some wisdom laid down on us. She's going to be able to save us for some things that she probably couldn't save herself from. So, because the, 
yeah. a lot of people was too busy trying to like they was too busy putting their food in the freezer to eat. Mm. So mm. they were so busy thinking about five years from now, they wasn't able to live in today. So by the time that five years come, they missed all that time because they were saving it for today and they missed everything that they were supposed to be experiencing. Hey, that's that's facts. That's definitely mm. facts. You look up one day way down the line and be like, what the fuck did I do to get here? Mm. And then and you just start thinking I should could have with us. Yeah, you Regret. just go to hell with no experience. <laughs> so Bree, <laughs> what for you, what do you think is some of the most uplifting things that you've seen going on in the world? Um, one of the most uplifting. Um Okay, that's just I would hard say lately, um, there's been a lot more growth to the sex positivity movement um so Mm. for those that don't know I am a sexologist so like whenever I do my research for content and things like that like I come across other sexologists or sex therapists or whoever's in the sexology field and um see any things that they're doing the information that they're putting out like being put onto other resources and things like that and just really seeing that more people are turning towards like pleasure-based education um pleasure-based sex and like teaching and talking about sex um and that that changes a lot like people don't realize that really goes a long way because once you have control over your sexuality you can control every other aspect of your life how do you feel about that rose (laughs) 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 it's really great um clitoral stimulation toys like that the suction it's amazing for orgasms they can also be used for nipple play y'all don't know y'all should test it out you can have a nipple orgasm too with those and then there's also one called the tulip so the tulip it has like a little like tongue that like yeah it's good sex toys are your friends I saw hey. something on TikTok and it was like, oh, this will like make you like not, what did it say? Like the electromagnetic something like fucks your, your eggs up or something. I'm like, y'all mm. niggas can't okay, let nobody reach. have fun. Huh? <laughs> that's definitely <laughs> a reach. Um, Anything people have fun with, y'all gonna find a way to fuck it up. Yeah, because like, some people just don't saying... want, they don't want people to have pleasure. Like They don't want women pleasure. to be busting nuts all over the bed. But I support yeah, it because my homeboy was like, man, they they trying to replace us. These toys. I said, nigga, them toys See? can't pull hair and talk shit and choke them. So See, and I'm going to just leave it at this. a lot of but shit I can do that, that, that damn rose can't do. People that say that, that see toys as like competition, they're not having the greatest sex. That's a little they're dick not, energy. They're not. That's a little <laughs> dick energy. They're not because you should like like we said it's your best friend man. Some of the stuff that you wondering why your girl is faking her orgasms. How about just (laughs) help her out? I'll bring a rose with me to a woman's house. We finna tag team. (laughs) Nah, I think I got your rights. (laughs) You done? All right, here we go. I got got a rose with me. Don't even trip. He gonna be right here. I'm gonna be down here. That sounds crazy. <laughs> that sounds crazy. 
No, that sounds like at a good least time. He, at least he came with the stuff to help out because some niggas will act like, oh no, they're getting replaced. And I'm That's like, what I'm saying. when you hit my age, you get a whole different perspective on it. Okay. Listen. That's a, that's a teammate. He's not competition. <laughs> He's a part of the team. So, I mean, listen, we done did the game. We about to get into our main topic of the day. Are you guys ready? Yes. Oh, yes. Are you ready? Look. Listen. So, y'all can tell from the title, what we talking about today mm-hmm. are nice guys. And, and, and some of y'all may... If you're if you follow us on our Instagram, um, you may have recognized we did a post on one of our Talk About It Thursdays with a TikTok of a dude, you know, kind of explaining the whole nice guys. Yeah. Act. And and we we we're gonna break it down. We got a special guest here today to give us mm-hmm. the male perspective as well. So so right. with that being said, um, what would you consider a nice guy? Explain it to us. Please break it down. A genuine nice guy or the nice guy that he was describing? Because there are genuine nice guys out there. Mm-hmm. I've I've been a nice guy. Like back in the day, like before I mm-hmm. knew better, I really honestly thought that that's what women wanted because women will say that they want something and they want something else. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times in life, women say they want shit that they don't really want. They just, it's like little kids watching those uh commercials during cartoons and they see the toys and they're like oh i want that toy that toy looks good but they don't really want that shit like women say that they want a nice guy but they want a guy that excites them and nice guys don't excite them so a lot of times the fake nice guys are doing what they think the women want they read posts about women saying that they want a guy to be vulnerable and sensitive and express mm-hmm. his feelings and be nice and buy him stuff and all that shit. So they try mm-hmm. to fit into that mold. You know, a lot of the fake nice guys, which are like the um, the fuck boys in disguise, mm-hmm. those dudes are trying to do all the nice guy shit expecting sex. They're expecting for women to do what they think that women are going to do when they do the nice shit. Mm-hmm. And then you got your real nice guys who are somewhere bitter as hell because they doing everything that they mama raised them to do because that's how I was. My mom raised me to treat women right. Open doors, pull the chair out, you know, do all the chivalrous things that your mother wants you to do, but you ain't getting no results from that shit. So, you know, there's two sides to being a nice guy. You got your fuck boys in disguise and then you got your mama's boys. See, and, and I'm glad we're having this conversation because the way that how you you explained that, you laid it out, you're like, there's people that are actually like genuine. Um, mm-hmm. And then there are the guys that really aren't nice guys. They're mm-hmm. just portraying themselves to be something. Um, and, 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 and that's what we're talking about today. That's what was a part of that TikTok video. He was kind of laying it out similar to what, how you just explained and how it's like the fuck boys in disguise. He was like, you're not a real nice guy. You a trickster. Okay, you were tricked because you're doing all these things, expecting basically a woman to fuck you. Essentially, that's so sick. And there's there's definitely you know different ways of how you can like recognize it and stuff like that. But yeah, I like that we're you know easing into the definition. If you like actually look it up, it's legit what y'all said. 
A nice guy refers to people who believe basic social expectations are currency for sex. And I feel like it's really hard to kind of decipher, like sometimes when some when a guy is trying to say that he's nice, what a nice guy means to him. Because I feel like personally, if you're nice, you ain't got to say that you're nice. For me personally, I agree with that because I remember whenever we did post that, you know, we we, we got a lot of comments. There were comments yeah. in the um, actual comments of the post and we also got some DMs and yeah. <laughs> I had to explain like my perspective on it is that kind of like when you think of big dick energy, real men that have BDE don't go around saying they have BDE. But they will call out LDE. So I just feel like that's like the similar thing. Or like men that call themselves, you know, alpha males or have to like assert their dominance. It's because it comes from a place of insecurity. It comes from a place of something that they actually don't have. So they're trying to over exaggerate (laughs) and make up for it. Uh, And that's really essentially like all it really is to me. If you really are a nice guy, you don't have to call yourself a nice guy. You're going to be seen just as a real dude with genuine intentions. And we were talking about it earlier, how it goes hand in hand with the term like a male picnic, the fake uh, male feminist in disguise. (laughs) They're fake male feminists. It's the same person. No, you should be able to wear this, this and that, this, this and that. Okay, I'm saying it to her, right, right? I'm, I'm reeling her in, boys. I'm reeling her in. Where's the sex? No. <laughs> I didn't tell you you was getting that to begin with, so let's <laughs> stop that. And, you know, they think because they're giving and caring that, you know, they deserve the attention of somebody else who either doesn't want to further engage with them or has shown that they don't like them. Like, they just keep going. They keep trying to serve for more, like, uh, they keep giving out compliments that, it's really coming straight out the ass. You don't mean what you're saying. You're just trying to get in my pants. Leave me alone. Leave no, me alone. Bro. I say it a lot online and in my show. You can't agree your way into no pussy. Nah. You can't laugh your way into the pussy. You can't ally your way into the pussy. You can't hotep your way into the pussy. Like, mm. But a lot of dudes, they try to use shit like that. Like They'll get on their posts and be like, women should be able to do this and Real right. men allow women to do this. And men, you got to stop being insecure and you got to be like this with women. And it's like, nigga, you trying to Derek Jackson your way into the pussy and it, it's not going to work. Like women can see straight through that shit. And, and that's man. why we, we really wanted you on because you're one of the people that commented on that TikTok post um, when he was talking about nice guys and you commented that fake nice guys always finish last. Yeah. So kind of like elaborate that. Like what, what made you want to comment that under that post? Because like real nice guys finish last, but fake nice guys finish even further back than that. Because <laughs> once you're called out for being the fake nice guy, like now you the loser of the losers. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of dudes try to like play the, the lovable loser. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm just a hopeless romantic and, nobody likes me because I'm just so nice. And you thinking a woman is going to lick your wounds, but she really just going to laugh at you like... <laughs> like uh, who, who says that? <laughs> Wait, so so you feel like even like the real, like authentic nice guys finish last too? 
Like the yeah, ones who actually they ain't gotta say they nice, they're just genuinely nice. Yeah, I got I got homeboys who are genuine nice guys. And like we would always tell them, like, man, if if you don't step your swag up, you're gonna die single, my nigga. Like no. we understand what you're trying to get accomplished, but women value excitement over stability. Like women would rather have a dude that excites them than a dude who treats them right. As fucked up as it sounds, it's the truth. Like you can really look back at all the dudes who've liked you and wanted to fuck with you and who you've stuck with and who you've dealt with. A lot of those dudes who provide stability for you, that shit get boring after a while. Like the dude who always does what you want done, the dude who always agrees with what you say and try to compromise and do all the things that y'all say y'all want. Y'all get bored with that shit and end up being like, he's a pushover. I don't really like him. Uh, uh. I, I will say, I feel like that definitely, um, that happens and it changes over time. So you know how earlier we was talking about like whenever you get older, when you go from like basically your 14th grade of being 20, like two right. <laughs> you a grown teenager you yeah. date different people and we talked about this before on our show too we've definitely dated different people like in our 19 early 20s right. compared to the type of men that we date now and I feel like that definitely changes as you grow that's when you go from wanting just the excitement mm-hmm. to okay I need stability but I also still need a little bit of excitement like <laughs> yeah. so I, I feel like that definitely changes as you like grow and mature and also find yourself a little bit more because that's definitely like the biggest part of it is like finding yourself yeah. especially yeah. if you have a partner that you can communicate also that too because I feel like excitement can come through you personally telling your partner what excites you so it's like a level of intimacy that's a mm-hmm. that's kind of a slippery slope oh because okay. you you feed and into the fuck boy game. Like, and I'm sure y'all have heard this, like the dudes were like, so what kind of guy do you like? Oh yeah, that's a trap. Exactly. So it's like, you got to ride that fine line of telling him what you like and not feeding him too much into becoming the perfect guy to, you know, sink you into the fucking trap. Because dudes will do that shit. Like, so what do you like? Bro, mm-hmm. and then they they become that exact person yeah. to so reel you in. Awesome. And then once they got you, then you look up and they start showing their true colors, and you're like, "Who the fuck have I been dating?" Yeah. <laughs> no, that Boy, happens for real. Niggas be yeah. out here with whole facades. The fucking Decepticons. And we gonna definitely get into more of our experience because we have some experience. <laughs> <laughs> and bro, what are these, bro? These fake nice guys, they definitely have the deception on lock. They the Decepticons. Definitely. They freaking Decepticons. And it's crazy because there's this quote that I had um, read and it said, good men are good to everyone. Nice guys are nice to their targets. And (laughs) it's very, very, sometimes the line can get very, very fine. That's why, you know, we want to give everybody a chance to like, you know, be able to notice like some common traits and behaviors on how to identify nice guy behaviors. Because I mean, it could be a woman too. Let's just be honest. Yeah, some people like sure. to mold themselves to be what this person wants in order to manipulate them. 
Yes. But we're going to get into a couple of characteristics. One of the characteristics is them being proud of giving. So, you know, they see themselves as though as people that give freely, but are expecting, secretly expecting the world to give freely back to them. Someone who always talks about, oh, yeah, remember when I helped you out with this, this, and oh, y'all, <laughs> this just recently happened. Mm-mm, I don't know what it is, but it's like when, when, when you do something, it's like, it's like, you know, back in the day when you would bring some hot chips to school. And then one of your friends would be like, hey, give me some hot chips. He's like, nah, man, let me eat. And they're like, nah, remember when I gave you the hot fries two months ago when we got kicked out the cafeteria outside of the school and we were sitting down on, in the alley? You don't remember? Like, come on now. Let's, 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 let's get it together. So the people who are like doing stuff specifically because they feel like they're going to get something back, not just to be genuine. It's like when people give back to charity because they're like, no, oh, I'm going to get good karma for this. You ain't doing it for us. Okay, break it down. Break it down. Yeah. Because, like, that's like the same with the niggas who get online and will post themselves giving homeless people money. Like, why are you, first of all, why are you recording these homeless people? They don't want to be recorded. Yeah, they'll make a whole video, like, or taking photos with them. Like, I I actually I fed the homeless one time, and there was this uh, woman that wanted to take a whole bunch of photos with everybody. She was like, come on, let's take a group photo. And I'm like, girl, what? These what? people are what just you- trying to eat. They focusing on the next meal and where they sleep at the night. Like, Bro, like, because at the end of the day, you're helping them with this little amount of thing that you're, I mean, you're either way you are helping, but like you get to go back to a nice warm home. Like that's it for them. You're that one encounter that they had with you and you just want to put this stuff on camera for what? What are you doing that for? Mm-hmm. Oh, so this this was like the perfect example of like specifically for these so-called nice guys. Whenever they take a woman out on a date and they're like, "I be taking her out on all these dates. She need to let me fuck." And it's like, right. bro, what are you <laughs> like? It's really sad because a part of me is like you, if you really think about it, you're really just admitting to the whole world that you really don't have game. Yeah. That's like, right. If you really think about it. Yeah. But if I say that, then I'm a man hater. Because it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and I say this shit a lot on podcasts, on my show, just in public and all that. Like, I should be able to fuck before the first date. Literally. If, if we gonna fuck, I'm fucking before we even go out. Nine times out of ten, like after hello and shit like that, like nigga, by the time we go on our first date, we probably already fucked two or three times before I even take you on a date. Like a lot of dudes do what what I call softitution, soft hoeing. Like they try to buy you enough shit that they think is gonna get the pussy. Like, well, yeah, if I take her to Maestro's or Roof Chris or Papado's or one of these nicer restaurants, this gonna be the one. This this gonna be the night that she give me the pussy. And I'm like, she'd have gave you the pussy if you'd have took her to McDonald's if she really liked you. If a woman really likes you, she'll give you pussy in the car on the way to the date if she really fucks with you like and that. And I just don't get how they they don't know this. Why don't they, like how how is it that we know this as women? <laughs> because they parents well, lied to yeah. them. A lot of a lot of motherfuckers is raised by parents with no game. 
Like, this is something that I tell women a lot. Like, the reason a lot of women don't have no game is because their daddy was lying to them while they was growing up. They oh daddy God. was so busy trying to lie to their mama through them that they was raised with no game. Like, your daddy lied to you because he knew that if he told you something, you tell your mama. So he lied to you telling you, oh, no, roses and daisies and sunsets and all mm. of this bullshit. So then you grow up like, yeah, I want a, a life like the Disney movies because my daddy told me he never cheated on my mom. My daddy told me my mom is the only woman he's ever looked at and the only woman he's ever liked. So I want a guy that's like my daddy. Your daddy's a goddamn lie. <laughs> Flat the fuck out. Your daddy lying like a Your daddy look at other bitches. Your daddy be at work oh, bro, talking about because at the end of the day, your dad is a nigga. Your grand, exactly. your granddaddy is a nigga. Exactly. But a lot of women are out here thinking that their daddy is really Prince Charming. Like, my daddy been married to my mama for 27 years and they ain't never got into it. And my daddy is this and my daddy is that. Your daddy's a goddamn lie. Like, literally. Your daddy is full of shit. And that's when the struggles of becoming an adult and seeing your parents as other adults with fucked up lies. Yeah, because the thing is, a lot of times, people's parents won't tell them the truth until they big and grown. Like, you be 35 and your mama finally telling you, girl, your daddy done cheated on me three times, nigga. Your daddy fucked your auntie such and such, nigga. Like, wait a minute. Me your daddy yeah, damn, personal. Wait, no, like, and then you thinking back, like, oh, that's why y'all was fighting at Thanksgiving in 08. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you, <laughs> I'm not saying this shit like it happened to me because my parents were never together. Like, my parents, my parents broke up before I was born. So I'm not saying this as like my personal experience, but I did find out a lot about my grandparents when I grew up. Like mm -hmm. when I got older, like, and this was something that I started to talk about a lot on my other podcast that I used to have. Mm -hmm. The reason a lot of relationships lasted back in the day, as opposed to how they are now where the divorce rate is so high is because back in those days, cheating was acceptable as long as it was discreet. Like they had like a like an unwritten rule. Like as long as that shit don't come to my doorstep, you do what you do out there. Just don't let that shit come into this house. Like if you saw the movie Ray when she was like, you know, more than the women and all that, they gonna take your music. Like his mm -hmm. wife knew he had a thousand bitches. A lot of our grandmothers knew our granddaddy was out there catting and shit. But as long as it didn't come to the house, as long as he took care of home. It wasn't that she knew exactly what he was doing. It was that as long as I don't see what you're doing, I'm just going to handle my role in this motherfucker. Yeah, so, no choice. Yeah, and nowadays we got so much like culture and music and TV shows and shit influencing people to have these certain standards of what they feel a relationship should be. Because men are victims just as much as women. Like women think that Oh, he, this nigga cheating on me. Fuck this. I'm out. You know, if you take a man back for cheating, you stupid. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of times a woman to take a man back for cheating, if only they know, like if she caught her dude cheating and it's between them two, it can be forgiven. But if her homegirls find out now the embarrassment kicks in and she like, nah, because my homegirls going to call me stupid if I take this nigga back. Or if I tell my homegirls he cheated on me. And then I turn around and take him back. They gonna call me stupid, so I can't take him back because I don't want my friends to call me stupid. A lot of the reason niggas is getting down the way they get down is because of societal pressure. Like, see, man, you know, 
damn nigga, you ain't got no other bitches. All oh, you all up your girlfriend ass. Oh, your girlfriend wear the pants in your relationship. You can't even come outside. Oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. And it's like we almost pressure to cheat by our friends sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like me as a faithful man, a lot of times my homeboys are clown me because I don't got no side bitch stories to tell nobody. That's crazy. That yeah. is very crazy. And I wonder if, if some of them homeboys are quote unquote nice guys. <laughs> yes. Because that's manipulative. And that's why like, I want to talk about that because, you know, that's another trait in them. They're controlling manipulative, you know. They tend to manipulate or coerce, you know, the other person to get what they want because they're scared to ask for it directly. Like when you were talking about how uh, guys just take girls out on dates, these really, really nice dates in order to, you know, get her in the bed when you could have just asked straight up. If you want a pussy. (laughs) Or or in this case, I feel like this also includes coercion. So when you think about like, if you are talking to someone and they're like, oh, you know, like, I'm really not feeling you like that. Like, you know, I'm really not trying to date you. I'm really not trying to like take this anywhere further. Like we can be friends or whatever, but like, yeah. that's it. and then you have dudes that won't take no. Like they're like, okay, answer. Let, me, let me keep trying to apply pressure and, 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 and you know, bog her down until she give in. Like psychological no. rapist. <laughs> but, like, that definitely is like that definitely gives into like the whole rape culture if you really think about it because but like when it comes to coercion like a song that i love the melody and how it sounds but i hate the fucking message how many drinks by miguel yeah oh my god definitely problematic lyrics but it sounds good oh my god Mm-hmm. I'm singing the lyrics right now. <laughs> I hate that fucking song. Like I it's down, it's a bop, but the fucking message is gross, bro. Because then there's those Whoa. you know, quote unquote, nice guys out there that be hearing this and they're like, "Yup." Wait, but right. Miguel, he he cheated on his his bitch a lot though. Like, and now they just got remarried. I think. Yeah. After yeah. all of that, he went out into the streets and he didn't like the streets and he came back and said, we All I could think about was when he was at that concert and fell on that bitch's neck. He didn't fall. He jumped. <laughs> he didn't fall. Falling is an accident. That nigga jumped. That was a wrestling oh move. That was an old school 1988 Hulk Hogan like, Why was he doing driver. all that? Oh, my gosh. He thought he was a lot more athletic than he was. But it's like, if you had some Jordans on, you might have been able to do that. But he had brunch boots on. Oh, gosh. You do that jump in brunch boots. Like, you don't see what? no NBA players jumping with them brunch boots on. Like... <laughs> That's probably what it was. He lost traction after, like, after he he left the floor. Yeah, he had the no more drama nine zone. Like, he had the um, <laughs> the Mary J. Blige boots on. Like you nah, 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 because Mary be sturdy. But Mary be on the uh, the ground. Like, Mary is <laughs> doing what she do in she her area. Nigga. That nigga <laughs> jumped across us. Like, he tried to jump <laughs> over the moon. Like, nigga, put some LeBrons on. Or, like, get some, oh. sh- like, get some shiny Jordan 11s that you look just, like dress shoes and then you can jump over people hold on you saying a lot of names for tennis shoes so what we need you to do after we get done recording go ahead create a list because we try to step our sneakers game up 
trying to see like what looks right on my feet because I'm really not like a like, like I'm really not a suede no <laughs> no but it depends on the size and the shape of your feet okay it, my, I'm a size eight and my feet are like they they look thick but like they kind of get a little slender like towards the, the tip of the toe but we, we, we'll, we'll get into it after the show but yeah I'm definitely trying to get my sneak I'm not trying to just get white air force ones either though because Bree told me that those shoes don't go together with everything and bitches, Girl, bitches can get them and try to wear them with everything and it don't well, the thing is they go with everything but you can't wear them every single day with everything yeah bro there was a girl that like that was like her club fit like she no, wore a white air forces and some ripped jeans and like this sparkly top not. and she stepped on my toe it was like a whole and this- she stepped <laughs> on her toe, and the shoe was half a size now. bigger than her actual. The shoe was half a size bigger than her actual foot. The thing is, the Air Force <laughs> One it goes with everything, but it doesn't go everywhere. Yeah, that's the yeah. rule. Bitches like, don't know that. Yeah, like you can wear a white Air Force <laughs> One to the store with any outfit. You can wear that shit to the mall with any outfit. You can't wear yeah. that shit to the club. You can't wear that shit to a funeral. Like there's there's occasions that the white Air Force One ain't finna get it there. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. We really appreciate all of your support. Keep the energy because we will keep coming with the content. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, we are on all types of streaming platforms. We got Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a multitude of other podcast platforms. So please, please tune in. Yeah, we everywhere. We live. We live, babe. So make sure to tune in every Monday because we will keep posting a new episode. So expect that next week. Yes, yes, yes. And remember... Tell your friends to tell their friends. To tell their mans to tell his friends. To listen in. Turn on and tune in. And you know what, Bree Bree? Spin that outro. Bye. The caller you tried to reach does not have a voicemail box set up yet. Goodbye.